A man in a MAGA hat gets attacked at a Yankee game. AOC says that the subway is flooding because they didn't go with the Green New Deal. A BLM chapter calls the American flag a symbol of hatred. And I'm going to go over the Black Widow and review that movie on how it was fundamentally absolutely terrible. But before we get into this, please drop this video a like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. New video every single day. Text me, my number's up on screen. And also, if you become a Patreon of my show, uh, I'll give you a call to say, thank you. The show is basically completely funded by you guys. Now let's get into this. So this is footage of a guy being, uh, his MAGA hat being taken from him at a Yankee game. <laughs> that was nice seeing a lot of encouragement from the people around for him not to be ashamed of it let's see now they said there's another angle of the crowd as he puts on the maga hat on keep in mind this is new york city of all places so let's see how people react the whole the whole crowd is telling him to put it on he puts it on, and they're cheering for him. That's the thing, is it seems like most sports, fan, sports fans tend to line up conservative, <laughs> which is pretty funny how these, these uh, sports organizations are very anti-American lately. Uh, they, they just want to make the China dose. So let's see what this story says. See if there's anything. Recent video. Okay, one video show... One, Video of the incident occurs show the police offering mediating an argument between the two factions. In the second video, the pair of boys were recording or sat and put the hat on in Trump 2024. Shortly after the incident occurred, a man did just that. He returned the cap on his head and everything erupted in cheers. Uh, the man's hat was an expression of freedom, freedom of speech, and other groups have the right to comment on that expression. They, however, do not have the right to remove that hat from his possession. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Obviously, I support. I like seeing that. I like seeing. It, it, I like seeing New York City support that as well. Um, so AOC mocks opponents of the Green New Deal in New York City subway flooding tweet. And she said this, the Green New Deal, which is a blueprint to create millions of good jobs, rebuilding infrastructure to stem climate change and protect vulnerable communities, is unrealistic. And put in quotes. And now in quotes. Instead, we will do the adult thing, which is take orders from fossil fuel executives and make you swim to work. This is uh, in response to the subway uh, flooding in New York City. Uh, first off, to act like the Green New Deal would do anything to stop flooding a new New York City subway is absolutely absolutely ridiculous. But like, sure, let's give full control to gov to the government. Let's give full control to the government that is paid off by uh, everybody under the sun with a pile of cash. Yeah, let's just give all the control to the government. I'm sure that will fix the problem. It's not like the government runs those subways to begin with and there's a flooding issue. It's not, not like that. AOC took a dig at the opponent of the Green New Deal climate proposal, sharing video of severe flooding that left New Yorkers waddling through waist-high water at subway stations across the city, claiming her policies would have avoided the disasters, but instead New Yorkers have to swim to work. 
The Green New Deal, which is a blueprint to create millions of jobs. Okay, Heavy rains caused the floodings at several uh, Big Apple train stations on Thursday, forcing some desperate New Yorkers to travel through... Uh, through lakes just to get in through their commutes. Shocking video shows a woman walking in waist-deep water as she attempted to reach the platform. This, uh, whatever, okay, uh, let's see. Climate policy has been at the foremost of AOC's legislative efforts, most notably through the Green New Deal and serving on the climate panel of Biden-Sanders Utility Task Force. The Green New Deal was introduced by AOC and whoever in January, okay, in, in February, uh, the plan, only 14 pages long, calls for a federal government to launch a World War II-like mobilization on the environmental plan that would reduce carbon emissions, remake, uh, remake the economy, and reduce income inequality. <laughs> the proposal is a broad strike who aims to reduce greenhouse gases provided. Okay, we all know that. Uh, the, I mean, if it, if it flooded from rain, is that something that the Green New Deal can stop? Can the, can the Green New Deal make it rain less? So here's the thing. This is the thing with the Democrats. They see a problem. Okay, there's a problem. Uh, New York City's flood. What should we do? Hmm. Maybe invest in making the subways in a way where they don't flood with a pro maybe better drainage systems. I don't know. Maybe have it walled off or something. I don't know. Let's think of a creative, innovative solution to fix subways flooding. Let's upgrade or, or do this, do that, whatever. Let, let, let's fix the subways. But in the socialist progressive mindset, let's revamp the entire country. Let's tear down all these buildings, rebuild them up to green standards, give full economic control to the government. Um, probably right, uh, uh, retributions will probably be in there too for, for minorities. Who knows? Let's, let's overhaul the entire economy and the, tire, and the entire way this country is run in full, total uh, dictator-like Socialist fascist control just to stop the subways from flooding and other things, I guess, with a plan that will have little to no impact on the on the, the global climate. Meanwhile, we have other countries uh, creating way more problems for the climate than we are. How how is that in any way, sense or form a solution to any problem? Like, you need to be actually brain dead, verifiably brain dead. To think that that is a good plan, whereas we can just have innovation and upgrade and make things better and adjust our way. Of, we're, we're we're like little we we are humans. We are people. We are smart. We're the reason why we're at the top of the food chain. The reason why we're the only things on this planet to have full civilizations is that we can just build our way build our way into solutions, advance our way into solutions. That that's something we need to focus on more than. What AOC wants to do is, I guess, unadvance ourselves, make us go backwards to avoid future problems, take the future problems head on through innovation and advancements. Democrats want to take us backwards to the Stone Age, so this way we don't deal with uh, climate change. Which, it, which even if we, even if America went back to the Stone Age, it would do little to nothing to affect anything. Because you had dealing with China and the rest of the world. So, yeah, even if we were going to give you what you wanted, it's still not even a solution. Not even close to a solution. So let's just end it there. A BLM chapter calls the American flag a symbol of hatred only used by racists. And this is what they said. Black Lives Matter of Utah. We will not pledge allegiance to that flag. We will not stand for the national anthem. We will not respect a piece of cloth that you respect more than black lives. In, in what world is that a thing?
In what world is that even happening? That we respect the flag more than human lives. I mean, some human lives. I mean, maybe a lot of the Black Lives Matter member lives, maybe we respect them more because that, uh, that organization is filled with a lot, of, a lot of crooks. A Black Lives Matter chapter in Utah has called the American flag a symbol of hatred. Uh, let's see. When black Americans see the flag, we know the person flying it is not safe to be around. In a 4th of July post alongside the image of the Stars and Stripes. Okay, can you guys show me anything out there where somebody flying an American flag is actively going out there and saying they hate black people and they're actively going out there to, I guess, lynch or be unsafe around? I'm sure that there's some, some type of instance out there. I'm sure there's something. I mean, to say, to say that everything is a net zero or not possible, I mean, let's be real, but... Uh, I'm sure if it even has happened, it's probably minuscule and probably like a couple times within the last decade, something like that's happened. It's not like a thing you need to worry about. Now, if I see somebody walking into a grocery store with a ski mask on, one could assume that person's not safe to be around. Uh, they're probably going to do something. If I see someone running down the street or walking around the street or have an American flag on their car, you can... It's just like there was a, this video of um, a Hispanic woman. There was a, a Trump parade or something in, in L.A., and they were all on the highway. And this Hispanic woman, I believe she was Hispanic or Puerto Rican, she was making a video in her car with her kids. I've never felt so unsafe in my life. All these Trump supporters around. Oh, oh I never felt so unsafe. And, like, everybody's just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, how's it going? I've never felt so unsafe before in my life. And she's like crying and like, oh, this is trauma, the trauma, the PTSD. And I was like, hey, how's it going? Beautiful day today. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> and that's the same exact situation. These people are so brainwashed. They're just so brainwashed by social media trends. They're so brainwashed by CNN and the mainstream media, what the BS that they're hearing. And, and like, then they get faced with it in actual reality. And in their mind, it's like they're thinking like the KKK just showed up to your front door. Or the KKK is surrounding your car. They're going to flip your car and drag you out. In their mind, they think that's happening. They think that's what's going to happen. But in reality, it's literally just a bunch of um, <laughs> not even like only white people. There's minorities at these Trump things too. It's just like a, a group of mixed people, mixed individuals just like standing there just waving hi. Like, hey, how you doing? Like. And in her mind, it's like it's the kick, the, the clan is ripping her out of her car. I, mean, I, I bet you, if she got a flat tire, there would probably be like forty MAGA folks surrounding her car with probably spare tires in their back in the back of their pickup truck, ready to help her out. You know, I might do that for an experiment. <laughs> uh, let's read. Uh, when we see that flag, a person flying it is a racist. When we see the flag, we know that the person flying it believes uh, lives in a different America than we do. Yeah, living in reality. <laughs> when we see the flag, we question our intelligence. We know to avoid you. It is a symbol of hatred, wrote the chapter uh, which founder uh, Lex Scott says. It's not a part of the national BLM organization. So here's a solution for you. I got the most brilliant solution for these people. And hear me out. Hear, hear me out, Black Lives Matter folks, leftists who uh, don't like the American flag or what America represents and all that stuff. I got the best solution for you. Get on a plane, get on a train, get a car, or even walk either north until you reach a border or south until you reach a border. And then you're going to have to cross that border into a different country. 
okay? If you hate the fundamental principles of this country, if you hate what it represents, if you hate the flag, the one thing that we should all come together and love because we love this country all together, even if you believe in socialism, even if you... Hey, you just want what's better for this country, and, and, and you want to make it better of what it represents. Even though you're wrong, the flag should still be the common denominator between like one of those like graphs, those charts where it's like two circles converging. It should have at least in the middle love for America. But that's not the way we're living in anymore. If you don't have that common belief, love for America, just get out. Just get out. We get it. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. But guess what? It's the most perfect thing we've ever been in existence to anything ever. I mean, that's the reason why we're number one. It's the reason why we're a country, even though we're losing it, we're, we're having more freedoms than ever, even under a tyrannical, a more tyrannical uh, government. And we're, we're still the best ever, which is crazy to think. So, yeah, this is, oh, geez. Oh, geez, this photo, it's up on screen, geez. Okay. That's the, the founder, Lex Scott. Um, boy or girl, don't really know. Can't even tell the nationality. Does not look African American. I can tell you that much. Um, the thing is that these people are, are just losers, and they're just looking for purpose in life. But you know, instead of finding purpose in life with being a productive member of society, they're finding purpose in life through these things. These people don't have much friends, so they feel like they need to get together in a group, and you know, that's their friends' friendship. It's pathetic all around. One member was genuinely hurt. You can, you are alienating people. Please take it back, the group wrote in comments. Um, let's see. I mean, that's pretty much about it. it just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to be giving you guys my review on Black Widow now. This movie was fundamentally garbage, fundamentally flawed, should have never been made, and if it was made, it should have been made a few years ago. Now, I just saw the movie last night, and the only reason why I went to see it is because I've been pretty much into, uh, I guess... The, the Disney streaming shows right now. I've been getting pretty invested and involved. They feel Marvel. They're, you know, you're watching it. It's, it's good. You know, they, they're good. You know, sometimes they have leftist agenda, leftist BS in it. But, you know, overall, I'm looking for something to enjoy. I can enjoy it. So I'm like, oh, Black Widow came out. Does not look good. Low expectations. But let me go see it anyway. I've seen every single Marvel movie on opening night since they came out. I kind of don't want to break the streak, even though I'm kind of done like, like, this just doesn't interest me at all. Same thing with Captain uh, Marvel and the same thing with Endgame. Like, those movies kind of, like, killed the cinematic universe for me in a way. But I like the shows that were coming out to a certain extent. Let me give this a shot. Low expectations already. Maybe it will blow me out of the water. And holy crap, I could not even prepare myself for how bad and how boring this movie was. It was so—I was—I'm never on my phone, especially during a Marvel movie. I was on my phone. My girlfriend made me get off my phone. I would have walked out of this movie probably 40, 40 minutes through. I probably would have walked out. But the only reason why I did not walk out because I'm like, hey, it's a Marvel movie. Maybe someone cool will show up and entertain me. Maybe there's like a sting in there that would like lead to something else that I should know about. And like, you know, I was watching it as like another episode in this cinematic universe. Like, you know, I don't want to miss it. Maybe something important for the next episode. Nothing. There was, like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. This is spoiler-free, by the way. The, like, literally, absolutely nothing. This movie could just be control-alt-deleted, and it's like nothing ever happened. Nobody even cares. First off, why make a movie about a character that's already dead? It's over with. Why make an origin story for that character already? Why? 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 
Maybe, maybe in five years from now, something will come out that will reference this. But the movie, when I was watching the movie, I'm like, hmm. It, look, it seems like Black Widow is like a, a secondary character in her own movie. It didn't even feel like it was her movie. And I noticed the blonde girl in the movie. I was like, damn, they're giving a lot of attention to her. They're trying to make her likable. Um, I feel like they're going to set her up for something. And guess what? I, I was right when, when it comes time, time for the end credit scenes. But one of the biggest fun— And this, you know what? This is a, a non-having-to-do, a non-feminist review. I'm not going to even relate anything to feminism. I'm not going to relate anything to girl power in this review. This is a pure filmmaking standpoint in relation to the cinematic universe and film in general— the movie did not know what it wanted to be. When it started up, the first 15 minutes, I was like, or that, that first opening sequence, I was like, oh, you know what? I, I kind of like the vibe it's going with this movie. It's different. It does not feel like a Marvel movie. It felt like more in the vein of like what DC did kind of with the Joker, in a way, in a way. I was like, oh, it's pretty dark. It has to deal, you know, with, you know, child trafficking. Like, it was kind of dark. I, I kind of like it. I was like, I'm kind of I'm kind of into this a little bit. Wasn't jokes at all in, like, the first 15 minutes. I was like, wow, this is kind of serious. This is this is different. It has a style, a certain si style and a certain tone to it. I was like, you know, maybe I could get invested in this as, as something other than a Marvel movie. And as I was going, and then, then there was, like, a, a five to ten minute opening, like, like, title sequence in the beginning. I was like, um, this reminds me of like going to the movies in the early 2000s and you just, or you, there's a movie pops up, you know, what you're watching on streaming services and you, and you, you skip through the first five minutes. It was one of those things. I was like, well, this is, this, this, this just does not fit today's generation of movies. It's like, come on, just get into it. You gave us a whole prologue and now you're getting into a 10 minute, uh, title sequence, uh, Fast forward, please. I like I'm I'm over this already. Like I, I don't want to see this. Is this is nothing that I need to see in here? It has anything to do with anything that you can't just show me on the actual movie? I feel like once you put titles on it, it's like a montage with titles. Like boring. Sorry, but at least at that point I was looking at it and I was like, hey, at least it's got some type of style, some type of tone to it. It's trying to do something different. Even even with the part that I didn't like. So I was like, okay. Let me try to get more invested in this for what it is. At least it's, they try, it looks like they're trying something new. Let me, let me go with it. Let me see that they're trying something new. Let's see. Boink. And then it went into, it didn't, then, then after that point, it didn't know what it wanted to be. And also, when I was watching the first, I was like, hmm, this does not seem like a movie parents should even take their kids to. That's what it seems like. I was getting that vibe. I'm like, hmm. What demographic are they trying to go with this? And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, hmm, this does not look like a movie that, like, the kids can go watch. Like, you know, the kids can go watch an Iron Man movie or or even Doctor Strange and there's, like, magic and things going around and, and excitement. It's like, this is kind of, like, grittier. Like, you know, child trafficking is not something, you know, you want to go to your kid, you know, bring a kid to the movies to see. But then it went into, like, a Marvel movie. And I was like, oh, okay, now, now it seems like more of a movie you can take the kids to go watch. Uh, but that opening sequence, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would take a, my kids to see this movie in a way. Um, so then it, it goes on, and it's just bland and boring, and just nothing happens. I'm sorry, but I'm so sick of fights, especially in Marvel movies where it's just kicking and punching in a dark-lit room with super-fast cuts, very zoomed in. You just can't even tell what's going on. 
And then the, the main bad guy, Taskmaster, was like probably in the movie for like five minutes of screen time, if I had to guess. And the big reveal of who the Taskmaster was was so incredibly underwhelming. And I kind of figured kind of who it was, what type of person it was going to be to begin with. Uh, I was like, it's like they, they take the mask off and it's like, uh, it's like supposed to be like a big reveal, like in, in the Winter Soldier in a way. It's just like, who, what, what, it, what, it, what, I'm just... Am I supposed to be, like, that supposed to be somebody? I was hoping. I was at least hoping. Maybe it was, like, a character from a previous movie that just went MIA. Or maybe it was freaking Crossbones and he survived. And it's like, well, they did this. At least something. At least give me something to, like, fanboy over in a way. You know, give me give me something. Like, it was just, like, this standalone movie with no reference. or I mean, There were references. I mean corny references just to make you know like it's part of the marvel universe like almost probably 99 percent of the jokes did not land they were trying to go this serious gritty i guess jason Bourne like type of tone to it with a storyline that you just don't care about where characters you don't care about with and then you try to put in the the, the crappy marvel humor in there which used to be good but be, and it's good and what makes the marvel humor good is it's like kind of inside jokes with characters that you're kind of friends with now but it's like these are characters you don't care about uh that aren't really good with comedy and they weren't really developed pretty good and just a lot of characters were just there for the sake of making the other characters go from point a to point b and they're just like totally useless and they're just like kind of standing there for the rest of the movie it was so i mean i can't even tell you what the movie was about the movie was about somebody trying to get something to stop something I mean, that's most movies, but it was so unconsequential, insurmountable, had nothing to do with anything. At least if the movie, like, and also the, uh, the biggest fundamental flaw was the character of Black Widow is a plank of wood. How can, like, she's a good supporting character. She's a good, you know, sidekick type of hero. Not someone that could carry her own movie with the type of character that that character is. The character is a plank of wood. That's all it is. The character is not an interesting character other than maybe if it was her in Hawkeye movie. I would be more interested in that. If it was the freaking Budapest movie with her and Hawkeye and it was like something of consequence that had something to do with something. Okay, cool. Something building up to something bigger. At least, at least, like, give me something. It was just a bunch of nothing. It was like they took the Winter Soldier movie, replaced the characters with a bunch of characters that are uncharismatic and that nobody cares about, and they just copied, they literally copied and pasted that movie onto this movie thinking they did something good. Instead, it came out with a pile of garbage. At least the Winter Soldier knew the type of movie it want, it was, it was being. It was like, this is the type of movie it is. And at least in something like that, you got S.H.I.E.L.D., you got Nick Fury, you got a good supporting cast of, of other Avengers coming in and out, and, and stuff that references previous movies that are building on previous movies and moving forward. It's like, this movie built off of nothing and built nothing. And if you're going to be a Marvel movie in the Marvel Universe, you need to at least cover those points. Build towards something or build off of something. And that would make it more interesting even if the movie sucked. Reason why I saw Captain Marvel is because, of, like, at least they had Samuel Jackson. But the problem with that movie is they just destroyed things that they were trying to build off of. They literally just made them more similar, pretty much how they do with the Star Wars trilogy. Anyways, like, this movie, if it was on, like, streaming and I didn't have to pay for it, 
I would probably just put it on and just put it on in the background while I play RuneScape on my phone or, or, or tweet out on Getter or whatever and look up what else is going on because there's just nothing of nothing in a, in a boring way. And like this has nothing. I'm not even making this review about feminism. I'm not, I'm not making this review about an agenda they were trying to jam down your throats because, for the most part, it wasn't that bad when it came to agenda driven driven stuff until you really dissect it, where the only male characters are fat and like stupid and and worthless, whatever. Also, the the antagonist in this movie was was a bunch of nothing. Uh, and I, and I can tell they weren't gonna kill the taskmaster for a certain reason because dealing with me, you know. You'll probably understand. I figured they're probably not going to... Literally, they literally just copied... Oh, and they upped Black Widow's power level to that of probably just under Captain America. Like, to the point where she's like jumping out of buildings with like no parachutes, grabbing parachutes through falling helicopters, and then jumping on panels of um, giant sheets of metal as they're falling you know, at terminal velocity, velocity through the air and fighting in midair. It's like, okay... I want to suspend my disbelief, but I can't because in the reality of the Marvel Universe, Black Widow is just a person who's super skilled and super trained. Not, not even on a super level, just really good and really trained. And I guess the reason why she would even be considered in the Avengers because of happenstance of where she was, her ability to be a spy and get intel and play two sides. Like, okay, that's her skill. Like, I get it. I can totally believe that this perfectly normal person is in the Avengers and she's staying in her wheelhouse, you know? She'll take a one enemy on at a time. Okay, cool. Like, I get it. I get your power level. Your power level's there, and you, you know your place, and you're staying there. And then, heck, you know, you get upgraded tech that can help enhance your power level similar to, like, Iron Man's tech. Okay, I can totally believe her beating up aliens with, with Captain... With, with Tony Stark's tech in Captain America's direction. I can totally buy that. What I can't buy is her, like a superhuman, literally freaking flying through the air with no, with literally just a leather suit on. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't buy that. that. That's like, okay, like, or get, literally getting blown up in a car, flown through the air, and then getting back up like nothing happened. I could understand that with Captain America. I could understand if she took a super soldier serum. I could understand if maybe she was genetically enhanced. I could understand maybe if she was an alien like Gamora. I could understand that. I can get it because in the reality of this movie, I can get it. Gamora is really tough and strong and badass. Why? Because she's an alien trained under Thanos. Maybe she had some type of enhancements or whatnot. I, I can get that. What, what is Scarlet Witch? No, Jeanette, she's just another person, a girl, a 90-pound girl. <laughs> and I told you, I'm not making this about feminism or anything. It could be if Hawkeye was doing the things that she did in this movie, I would, I would probably be just as, like, what? I'm sorry, Hawkeye, you're going to die. You can't do that. At least with Hawkeye, you can make the case that maybe he has some sort of power because he's really good at, like, aiming these bow and arrows, like, in this most unrealistic way maybe he has some type of power where he's just really good at you know being athletic i can buy that a little bit like he was born with like a like a genetically enhanced type of thing where it's like you know like an x-men they have like rankings for for the mutants like he would probably be like one of the lower mutants you know like you know he's got a mutation in there a little something but it's you know he's just just, like, you know, slightly more advanced person under the level of a super soldier. You know what I mean? Like, but with her, we understand and we know that she's just a normal person. Like, given, like if they did something in the backstory where maybe, 
you know, you see them giving some type of injections of like some crappy or crummy super soldier serum to them, like maybe, but it's like within the world that it created, it, it didn't make sense. You know, I could buy Captain America jumping over uh, Harrier jets and, 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 you know, lifting up things that are way too heavy to be lifted up because he's been injected with the super soldier serum. I can buy that. This I can't buy. I just I, I just couldn't buy it. Like even in like with all the things in the universe that, that this universe created, it doesn't matter if girl or boy, whatever, just don't buy it. So trying to think of this oh, wow. Whew. This is good good relief, good stress relief. Anything else that we missed? I think that was pretty much about it. It was it was a fundamentally flawed movie from the start. I knew it was gonna be bad, didn't know it was gonna be this bad. Um, at least if, if it, like, uh, that was like the same thing they did with Captain Marvel. It's like, is this going to be required reading for something else? And even the end credit sequences, like, there was nothing, like a bunch of nothing, like a bunch of things that I don't care about. It's like, it didn't feel like they did the passing of the torch correctly, because there's a bunch of characters, you know, that are not going to be returning and new characters that need to be developed. It seemed like this movie was just used to help develop another character that might be taking over some type of throne or mantle or, um, you know, be moving forward. And it's just like, ugh, it wasn't done right. I feel like they, they did it good with Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's also a character that, you know, very well known, and very loved to begin with. Um, but I feel like when you do a lot of these passing of the, of the torch type of deals, uh, Black Widow's not a character that can, that can hold her own in a movie. And all the other supporting characters, honestly, in my opinion, just made it even worse. If it was like a Black Widow movie with maybe Falcon showing up, the new Captain America showing up and, and helping out for a sequence in the movie, it's like, okay, like, cool. Like, at least cool. Or the Winter Soldier shows up to help her with something. Or even Tony Stark shows up for like 10 minutes. Like, just something. Like, give me, give me something to help push this movie through to, to, to not have me walk out <sighs> let me know your thoughts please like follow <laughs> subscribe turn the post notifications on new video every single day um i know i did i went off into a movie review um i mean i guess I'm, i only i covered it because i saw it and i needed some therapy thank you for watching and listening peace out